All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Tuesday, January 3rd. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Clayton, it's happening again. Oh, yeah. It's happening. Avatar 2 is doing what Avatar do. And why don't you tell everyone just how Avatar, The Way of Water, and the other movies did this past weekend. So I guess this would have been the weekend of Friday, December 30th, 2022. Mm -hmm. Is that where we're at? Yeah, that's that's the weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, Avatar The Way of Water made $67.4 million. That's a plus 6% from last weekend. It is currently standing at $425.5 million in its third frame. Number two, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, made $16.8 million, up 35%. It added 22 theaters, and it's at $61.2 million in its second weekend. Number three, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, made $5.1 million, up 47%. It added 60 theaters. It's at $438.2 million in its eighth frame. Number four, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody, made $3.9 million, down 16%. No theater change. It's at $14.5 million in its second weekend. And number five, Babylon, made $2.6 million, down 28%. It added eight theaters. It's at $10 million in its second frame. And that is your top five. All right, Clayton, so... The big takeaway here, let's start at the top, Avatar The Way of Water. So it did, would you say, $67 million for Mm -hmm. the three-day weekend? Yes. Um, It did on Monday, on its Monday, January 2nd, which is sort of the last holiday of of this holiday period. It's Tuesday. People are going back to work. The drudgery begins. But Avatar Way of Water on the Monday did $21.4 million, one of the biggest Mondays uh, of all time in a third Monday, one of the biggest third Mondays ever. It's up there with, you know, the tippy top, your Avatar Ones, your uh, Force Awakens, uh, you know, those type of movies. And what's incredible here is Clayton, the third weekend of Avatar The Way of Water did 6% better than the second three-day weekend. So Mm -hmm. we're not talking about a hold. We're talking about an increase, an increase in a third weekend. Is it safe to say that not just we told you so, but Big Jim Cameron told you so, and it is so, the way of water is a phenomenon. It is doing everything that, anyone could have possibly hoped it would do at the box office. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and I agree with that, that he has done it again. I don't know if this movie is going to do as well as the first one, All In, right? Sure. Which is like the biggest film of all time internationally. Sure. It's probably not going to happen. But the people who said that this was going to fail, it wasn't going to make that too billion dollars which jim cameron put out there and set as a yard marker the fact that they said that's not going to happen i mean it looks like it could happen yes 
Yes. Right? It, I mean, it could happen. It could not happen. But it also is closer to happening than not happening. And it People never needed this to movie happen. to fail. He doesn't need exactly. It doesn't 2. need to 9 be that. Million, this movie didn't need to be the biggest movie of all time to be a success. I mean, it did have to be for crazy people or for mm-hmm. people who were declaring it a failure before it ever came out because there's no Spider-Man in it and there's yeah. a, you know zero Spider-Man as opposed to three Spider-Man in it. So like that group, they were always going to say this was a failure if it didn't make $3 billion. But in the real world where the B.O. boys and all the wannabe B.O. boys, wannabe B.O. girls, wannabe B.O. people, people reside this movie is on its way to being a huge success even if it doesn't get near the 2.9 billion that the first movie made yeah so i mean all the people who came out of the woodwork before this movie came out and then Mm -hmm. when it had a smaller opening than expected Mm -hmm. you know where they are this new year's they're back in that woodwork yep right so if you want to find them you can just knock 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 on the woodwork and they ain't going to answer. No. They're going to be in there eating stale leftovers. I mean, we're talking here. It's it's Tuesday, January 3rd. And those uh, Avatar naysayers are in the woodwork eating food that was cooked fish from December 24th. They're mm-hmm. in the woodwork clinging to that fish because they don't want to go to the supermarket. They don't want to go to restaurants. They don't want to show their faces. So they are eating Old holiday fish from two weeks ago because of what Avatar Way of Water is doing at the box office right now. Yeah, and I mean, listen, this is best case scenario for what we thought could happen. Mm -hmm. And we're not... We're not in the bag for Jim Cameron, huh? huh? We're not in the bag for Disney, huh? Huh? We just know that when a movie like this succeeds at this level, it is better for theaters. Mm -hmm. It's better for... What we want, which is more PLFs. What this movie is proving is that it's having to leave money on the table. Mm -hmm. Because when you look at the showings for the IMAXs and the 4DXs and all those premium, uh, the Dolby's, all those premium screens, you're seeing them full. And then you look at the 2D showings and you're seeing sparse people Mm -hmm. everywhere. And mm-hmm. it's because this is a movie that's an event and needs to be seen in a certain capacity that's not being supported by the theaters at the moment. Yep. yep. So this is an instructive movie as well, because if you think this movie was doing well now, imagine if there was double the IMAXs. Yes. Yes. Then you Now, that had... would have been a more maybe front-loaded, yep. but then you would have been looking at. Uh, uh, a Baffa, Baffa Bobo. Right. That That's a world in which an Avatar Way of Water could do Marvel opening weekend numbers. If there mm-hmm. were enough PLFs and specifically enough IMAXs to satisfy all of those customers. Because people were waiting to see this for at least the first time in IMAX. So they waited yeah. until the middle of the first week or the second week. Or as we saw, the third Monday, which mm-hmm. Avatar Way of Water's third Monday, Monday, January 2nd, is the 22nd biggest Monday of all time, which in, you might say 22nd, that's far down the list. But that's of all Mondays in the history of box office. And we're talking about Way of Water's third Monday. Yes, yes, you absolutely. Know, it's third Monday is up there 
with the first Monday of The Lion King or the first Monday of Shrek 2 or the first Monday of The Dark Knight. Those are first Mondays. Clayton, we're talking about third Monday with Way yeah. of Water, and it's one of the biggest Mondays of all time. And that and is why we waited until Tuesday right now to do this episode because we knew the Monday would be such an important part of this story. Yeah, we knew there'd be a big Monday. We we needed to report on the big Monday. Yeah. And now it is pulling ahead of Rogue One, correct? Yes, yes. It's okay. pacing ahead of Rogue One now. And that was the, the movie that uh, everyone said, okay, it looks like Avatar is going to do Rogue One numbers domestically. Mm-hmm. And I think we are in a world now where it's pretty safe to bet Avatar The Way of Water is going to have a bigger domestic haul than Rogue One. You know, Rogue yeah. One in 2016 topped out at $533 million domestic. Avatar The Way of Water is at $425 million domestic in its third weekend. It's going to blow past Rogue One when all is said and done. I mean, mm-hmm. Avatar Way of Water now... 67 million its third weekend. It's at 425. I do think that 600 million domestic feels, you know, not like a slam doink, but Mm -hmm. I think I would bet on that. And I think we're in the territory where, you know, I wouldn't want to bet on it right now, but I think next week we may start to be talking about is Avatar Way of Water going to end up getting past Top Gun Maverick for the biggest movie of 2022 domestically? Yeah. Can it do 700 plus million? But I think 600 million is going to happen. Yeah. So that would put it right over top the Lion King of 2019 reboot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or reimagining live action Lion King mm-hmm. and right below Incredibles 2. Yeah, I mean, that that feels right. And again, you got to be an in-the-bag, and I hate to say, use this term, it's beneath us, but you'd have to be a hater to say that Avatar The Way of Water is not a giant success if it cracks the top 10 domestic earners of all time. Mm -hmm. All time. Well, so that would leave it outside of the top 10, though. Okay, okay. So right, then, because that, it would then be at 13. Okay. I but, mean, I, I think... mean, that's the thing, is to get to, to get to the top 10, it just has to beat out the Avengers at 623, which is a strong possibility. I, I mean, right now, that's 200 million away, and I do think Avatar Way of Water has at least 200 million dollars left in the tank domestically. Yeah, I mean, this and I, old and this, again, this third Monday was incredible and shows the staying power of this movie. And all of its competitors. Yeah. I mean, when you're looking at, I think Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, I'm big on that. Yep. I love this this cube right now, 67. Yep. I think it's just going to continue to go up. Yeah. Uh, people are going to discover this movie and love this movie, but it's not going to take away the the audience from Avatar. 
No, right? No. Uh, a, a movie like Megan, which we're talk about in our preview episode coming mm-hmm. later this week, that's going to be one of those movies that I think is going to do really well. Yeah. But it's going to be a momentary diversion. It's like yes. let's go visit Megan. Yes. We'll go visit Megan, but we're going to come home to Avatar. Yes. 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 We'll go see. We'll go see Grandpa, but we're not living at Grandpa's house. No. Who lives at Grandpa's house? Right. 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 Grandpa barely lives there. Yeah. But yes, you live in Pandora, you live in Avatar for as long as this movie will let you. The same way people kept going back to Maverick mm-hmm. and living in Maverick throughout the summer. You know, no matter what yeah. else came out, you'd have these blips, you'd have these movies that would do great. And then a couple of weeks later, they're behind Maverick in the top 10. And that's going to be the case with it. I mean, the January slate is so bare in terms yeah. of, of big, big movies. Way of Water is really, even if things like Knock at the Cabin Door and Megan have big opening weekends or two, Avatar will end up being ahead of them. Yeah. You go, you know, you go, you see who knocked. Yep. And then you come back. You mean, yep. not living in the cabin. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think Way of Water does have another $200 million in the tank to get to at least 625 domestic. I think that is going to happen the Rogue One comparison to me, I think, is out the window because I do. Uh, 533, 533 million Rogue One did that. Way of Water is going to blow past that. The, I believe that to be true, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something to talk about with the upcoming legs of Way of Water is that, you know, we all went back to work today. You know, the, the, the office life came back today, Tuesday, January 3rd, vacation's over, open up the spreadsheets, Yeah, you know, or, or Joe Lunchpail came back earlier than that. Joe Lunchpail has been there the whole time. You're, you're right. People have been sitting, eating their sandwiches on a construction site the whole last two weeks, but a lot of people never sleep because you fall off that beam. Of course. So you don't get a day off because, you know, you could crack your skull open. But a lot of people were off and now they're back to work. But you still got college kids. They ain't doing nothing for another two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, people forget if you're a college kid, that holiday season goes all the way through MLK Day. So they're basically still going to be going to movies Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. And I think that's going to be huge for Avatar. Probably not as big for Puss in Boots, but I think Avatar is still going to have big weekday gains, not as big as during the holidays, but I think college kids are still going to be having nothing to do and going to see this movie. Listen, Pat, if you're a college kid and you've been hanging around your parents' house for weeks, yep. And the parents are exhausted because they got little ones, too. They still got little ones. Right. 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 They're going to say, hey, go take your little sister. Go take your little brother to Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get, get out of our hair. Get them out of our hair. You know, right. go drive them. Go, go, go take them to a movie. Okay. That's going to happen. That'll happen. But I do think those college kids will say... Yeah, yeah, I'll take them to see Puss in Boots, and then they take the kids to see Way of Water. I mean, it's possible. Or they drop, or they drop their little brother off at a playground, tell them don't get kidnapped, and then they go and see Way of Water, and they come back. And if the if the little brother's there, they take them home. And if they're not, they got a story to to tell their parents. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, you're very much making it seem that the family dynamic is broken in America. I think it is. Kids aren't listening to their parents. Right. Kids don't care about their little siblings. I mean, this is, what is this? I, I think that- This is not the America that I, I want to live in. That said, in the end, they're still going to the movies. And that's the mm-hmm. most important thing to do. You know, sure, listening to your parents, sure, keeping your little brother from getting kidnapped is all positives and we should get back to that. But in this in this scenario, the college kid is still buying a ticket to a big movie. So I think it's not totally broken. Okay. You know, Americana could still move on as long as they go see that movie in the middle of the week. And I think... Yeah, you've still got a lot of college kids who are going to be around to go see movies on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And Avatar Way of Water is going to benefit from that. But, I mean, a movie that has benefited from nothing. I want to jump to what was number five here. Babylon from Paramount Pictures. You know, we talked a lot about this movie with Scott Mendelson last week on our record-breaking episode from last week if you haven't checked that out you got it now it's biggest episode the bo boys an all-timer way of water level episode for us but we talked a lot about babylon and how it completely tanked in its opening weekend and i'm looking at these numbers for its second weekend it did 2.6 million dollars only dropped 28 percent so in theory you would think oh that's a good hold but it's a total of $10 million right now. I mean, this movie, it needed to have a giant turnaround in the second weekend. And from where I'm sitting, that didn't happen. What, what do you think about this Babylon second weekend? I mean, it's, I mean, really, this is an inconsequential yep. conversation because this movie is a blip. Yep. It made no money. Yep. It will win no awards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a glow, but what do those count for? Uh, right. Tom Cruise, one of the biggest stars of all time, returned his. Yes. So yes. the Golden Globe is beyond tarnished. Yeah. The thing is, is that this movie was always going to be a hard sell, as we said before. Mm-hmm. It's doing what we thought it was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think the only thing to take from this is how does this affect Margot Robbie going forward? That's the big thing. Brad Pitt, I think, is untarnished by this. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, Chazelle is done when it comes to getting a huge paycheck. The guy's going to have to do a smaller movie. Mm -hmm. He's done smaller movies before. He can come back. We've seen this with people like, I'm not going to put that, I'm not going to judge directors against each other, huh? Huh. But we saw someone like M. Night who came back after Big Bombs. Yes. But M. Night was working in a thriller slash horror space, which is always more profitable and lucrative than this sort of milieu. Right, right. Chazelle works in a space of star-driven, big-budget dramas. You know, Mm -hmm. can he go back to basics? You know, for basics for him was still an indie drama. But he doesn't have that that sort of rabbit to pull out of his hat and do a horror movie or do a low budget thriller, you know, and will a studio give him 60 plus a million dollars to do a star driven movie again? I don't think so. And they shouldn't, they shouldn't. Right. 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 
you shouldn't give The Rock uh, 200 plus million dollars to do a superhero movie and you shouldn't give Damien Chazelle uh, 60 million dollars to do whatever Babylon was. So one one thing to note in the comparison between Babylon and Amsterdam, the two, you know, star Margot Robbie plus lots of stars running around acting crazy and you can't tell what the movie's about in the trailer and Plus auteur bomb. director. And auteur director. You know, two very similar movies. Uh, after its second weekend, Amsterdam was at $11.8 million, And after its second weekend, Babylon is at $10 million. So Amsterdam is somehow running ahead of Babylon. Well, if, if, if the opposite happened, we'd see the same thing. I mean, okay. the one that came first... Uh, is was gonna do better okay. because people were gonna be like, oh, I'm curious about this, and then they hated it, and then they saw Babylon, and they're like, I'm not doing Amsterdam again. Right, right. I'm That's not making true. the Amsterdam mistake. If it was the other way around, they would say, I'm not making that Babylon mistake again. Right, right. Yeah. If anything, because I mean, we saw both of these movies, and Amsterdam is. Is pretty clearly the worst of the two films. I think it's not I, even I couldn't close. complete it. I did not yeah. finish that film. So I do think if if Amsterdam came out second, there would not be the level of predetermined hate for Amsterdam because people wouldn't have hated Babylon as much as they hated Amsterdam, is my guess. But either way, it's uh it's interesting that these two movies are going to end up at almost the same box office number. It's almost as if these same exact people saw both of these movies. Now, I think the movie we really have to talk about mm-hmm. here that is doing so poorly okay, is a movie that rebranded itself midstream, which is always horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the number four movie, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Okay. Yep. Whitney Houston obviously added on the front of this because I Want to Dance with Somebody was not an iconic enough name to explain to people who this movie was about. Yeah. And you didn't see this with Bohemian Rhapsody. It didn't become Freddie Mercury, Bohemian Rhapsody, or mm-hmm. Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Right, right. The fact that this movie is at $14.5 million in its second weekend over... A holiday week. Like, this was a movie that if it was going to rebound, it would rebound now. Yes. Right? Babylon was never going to rebound. Right. But this would be a movie that, you know, we always talk about The Greatest Showman, and that's a unicorn. That is a unicorn, and we have to realize that that's a unicorn. Mm -hmm. But there could have been people who were like, I'm waiting to see this movie because I have other things to do. This would have been the prime time to see this film, Mm -hmm. and it dropped 16%. Yeah. With everything else that has been succeeding went up. Yes. Yes. Even the menu down at eight went up 62%. A movie that's been out for two months now. Yeah. And now is available on HBO Max. So that is going to end effectively its run. But I will give you a little bit of time to crow about the success of this movie $36.1 million. For a movie at this scale and with this sort of uh, theme, mm-hmm. it did very well. Yeah. I mean, it's a success. The menu 
is about, it's so, it's so close, it's going to happen in the next week, it seems, is going to end up making more, and obviously this next movie is a spectacular all-time bomb, but the menu is going to make more than Disney's Strange World. You know? That's and huge. That is, was almost unfathomable two months yeah. ago, and it's happening. You know, well, they are within a couple of hundred thousand of each other next weekend, even being on HBO Max, the menu's going to pass Disney's Strange World, its big animated Thanksgiving release. This is huge for the menu. And Strange World, I, I said it was going to be a catastrophe. Strange World is, even if you uh, add in inflation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the biggest box office bomb in Disney animation history. Wow. Wow. Even adjusted for inflation. Wow. That is, that, you got to let that sink in. That is stunning. Disney has been around since the 20s. You know, we're talking about a a company that started releasing movies back when steamboats were the preferred mode of transportation. Mm -hmm. And Strange World is the biggest bomb in the history of, of their animation studio. Now, we don't normally talk about adjusted for inflation because, th- listen, we live in the U.S. Nothing ever is adjusted for inflation. Nothing. Right. No, no business ever adjusts anything for inflation. So why should we start? Right. right. But it's just such a huge deal. It's such a huge deal. It's, it's, it's stunning. It's stunning how badly Strange World is bombed. But the menu, a small thriller... Um, from Fox Searchlight is about to surpass that. This is an incredible haul for the menu. And, you know, we're not, again, we're not an awards podcast. There are other podcasts that handle that. But I do think the menu is the type of movie where its box office run has been so solid and so surprising that, and it's been such an audience pleaser. And I do think. Again, we're not the Streamo boys, but I think it's going to play like gangbusters now that it's on HBO. I think another huge audience is going to find this movie and talk about it online. I think The Menu is a movie that's done so well, it could generate some awards buzz because of that. And I'm talking like screenplay, maybe, maybe, maybe a Ray Fiennes Best Actor nom nom nom, possibly. I do think that is how, how well The Menu is performed with audiences and at the box office that it could actually get a screenplay Oscar nomination out of its box office. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the sort of movie, just talking money-wise, that it's what we always say. This was a theatrical movie that did well, that is now going to drive people to HBO Max. Yes. Instead of just dropping it on HBO Max or dropping it on Hulu and letting it disappear... This movie is going to make more money for the people who made it because it went the right direction. Yes. It went from theaters to streaming. Now, I did see it's on PVOD to buy for 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. So here's your option. You can either subscribe to HBO Max for a month or just own this movie. Right. Right. So you do have the option not to subscribe to HBO Max and still be able to buy this movie for the cost of a cheap ticket in New York City. Right, right. But right? either way, so, 
it's you're gonna, generating it's making revenue. money. Yep. And people are going to go on iTunes, and if they don't do the streaming thing, they go on iTunes, they see this movie, they see, oh, I saw that on the marquee, or I saw that in the newspaper, or whatever. 14 bu- 15 bucks. ah, it's a night at home. We can spend 14 bucks, 15 bucks. They'll buy it, right? But right. they knew it was in the theater. If it's a random movie that just got dropped on iTunes, they're not going to buy it. Right, right, right. So the menu continues to be successful. But back to Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. I mean... It's a total failure. And listen, RIP. Of course. Of course. and, and, And listen, email us if you disagree with this. But I hate to say it. But Mariah Carey has usurped mm-hmm. Whitney Houston's place in our culture, okay? Because she's the diva that survived. She's the diva that has the Christmas specials. Yes. And Whitney Houston is the person who died in a really tragic way, and she's a bummer to think about, right? I know she glowed brighter than any star ever did in the 80s. Listen, we all loved Whitney Houston in the yes. 80s. Gorgeous, talented, fierce. Hit she maker. was a movie star, yep. for Christ's sake. The bodyguard yep. waiting to exhale. Yep, yep. You yep. know, the preacher's wife to a smaller extent. But th- she was just a glowing star. And now it's been dimmed and diminished that this movie about this once upon a time icon has made so little. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also a situation where they. You know, and usually these movies, you do try and cast a up-and-comer in the role, but they they didn't have a movie star or particularly even, like, very well-known up-and-coming actress in the lead. So there was no draw there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't think the movie was particularly well-reviewed. No. And these type of movies, I mean, even though Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't that well-reviewed... It was just a playlist of songs that people wanted to listen to for three hours. And Rami Malek ended up winning the Oscar for it. So there was something there, you Mm -hmm. know, that was a big draw to people. And something like Rocket Man was pretty well reviewed. And Elton John doesn't have the tragic ending that Whitney Houston has. Um Well just just to talk about it. I mean Elvis has a tragic ending though, but I think but, you that, know we're so far out from it. Yeah, and there's been so many jokes made about him yep. and and his death that it no longer impacts people the way that I think a pretty recent yeah death yeah the way she died I think is 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 really really a bummer and yes. I haven't seen the film so I don't know how they tackle it but it's like do you want to see that on Christmas right right it, there is something to Elvis's death. That even though he died tragically, he died tragically, like you said, a long time ago. And there's a huge contingent of people who also just don't believe he did die. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas with Whitney Houston, we all accept that she did die. And with Elvis, you could go see that movie and you could say, "Eh, it doesn't matter what they show me at the end. I know Elvis is still alive. And you can't do that with Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. And so... We're just to look at like a, a comparison. Sure. Here. Respect, which mm-hmm. was a movie that came out in 2021 in a very different time, obviously. Mm-hmm. That was like a COVID ish time. 
it still made $24.2 million at the box office, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Aretha Franklin, icon, huge, classic artist behind many classic songs. Mm-hmm. And I think the key ingredient here is Jennifer Hudson yep. is a name. Yep. She's a person who people know. She won an Oscar. She's been in big movies. And that is what put... That That movie wasn't a success. No. But $24 million ain't... 10 million or whatever this movie's at it's at 15 but i will i will say i do think that if the jennifer hudson starring uh respect if the aretha franklin movie came out now instead of the whitney houston movie i do think it would have done a lot better you know because respect came out what august of 2021 so it was still very much like feeling out of the pandemic box office times yeah, August 13th. Yeah, I think if that movie came out instead of the Whitney Houston movie now, it would have been doing a lot better. Because like you said, Jennifer Hudson is a star. She's an Oscar winner. She's a very famous person. She's a famous person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And in and, 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 and that, and, and that part, yes. <laughs> fuck it, it's a raw feed. In that part, she's a star, right? Yes. As yes. a singer, she's a star. She won as a singer, for Dreamgirls. Yes, yes. So I, I, I think if you switch those movies out, the Aretha Franklin movie would be doing better right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that at this point, I Want to Dance with Somebody is totally DOA. It made one point... Uh, it, what did it make last weekend? It made um, $3.9 million in its last holiday weekend. It's going to yeah. fall off the face of the earth this coming weekend. I think it's yeah. totally done. Yeah, because I mean, I think the audience who would go see that uh, has had their chance and said no. Yeah, yeah, um, and and you know what? Like you said at the top when you brought up this movie, changing the title last minute and adding the character's name to the front just does not work. I mean, we what saw does that, that reminds you of. I mean, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yep, um, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. It, you got to call it. If that's what you wanted to call it, you had to call it that months in advance. This movie needed to be called Whitney Houston the movie. Birds of yep. Prey needed to be called Harley Quinn the movie, but three months in advance, not right before the, the as the film is being delivered to the theater. Retitling a movie mm-hmm. in the middle of its run is like having a commercial where you get actors to pretend they saw the movie and say how much they like it. Uh-huh. When those commercials come out in the middle of a movie's run or in the second weekend of a movie's run, you know yes. that there's trouble. Yes, yes. And it listen, is a I haven't watched sign. a lot of I haven't watched a lot of TV. Maybe there's a Whitney Houston I just want to dance with somebody commercial where they where they have actors saying that they just saw that movie that's very well a possibility right right on stations that i don't watch right right you know because i don't watch terrestrial tv a lot no no you don't um your 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 rabbit ears antennas they've totally gone to hell they're totally Mm -hmm. busted um, so yeah, that movie is DOA. I mean, just looking through, I think we, I think the movie we got to end on these last few minutes that we really haven't talked about much is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yes. You know, it made 16.8 million in its second weekend, which is plus 35% compared to the first weekend. It is now at 
$67 million total after a $5 million Monday. So, I mean, this movie is so poised to just own the rats for the Mm -hmm. next couple of months. You know, the rats need their cheese, and this is the only cheese they're getting until the Mario Brothers movie in, in the spring. Is that possible? I mean, that's... Anything of consequence, like we yes. might be missing something, but like a big movie, yeah, it, uh, pro- probably not till Mario, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the last Puss in Boots, the last wish, is just gonna run the table as the only four kids only movie in the theaters. It's a sixty-seven million now. I think we're looking at a hundred million dollar domestic grosser when all said and done. I think, I, it's I think so happen. too. I absolutely believe so, too. And I think this is a movie that's well-reviewed, which, yep. listen, for kids, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But what you can have is parents and adults seeing this movie, right? Yep. Sans kids, without their kids. There could be people that are adult-aged who grew up on Shrek, and they've heard that The Last Wish is really good, and yep. they're going to be like, you know what? F it. Yep. Let me relive my childhood for a, a, a brief hour and a half or whatever this movie is, and they're going to pay and uh, uh, put down a ticket, uh, put down money for a ticket to Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So yeah. I think you're going to have adults seeing this movie without kids. I think we're looking at scenarios in which there are single people in their late 30s and early 40s, whether they are, have always been single I would say a lot of divorcees and they're going on a first or second date with someone that they met on a dating app and they're going to go see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, because to that 38 year old divorcee, they loved Shrek in 2001 when they were like in college or they were teenagers and the person they just met on the dating app also has a fondness for for Shrek from when they were younger. And Puss in Boots, Last Wish, is doing great on Rotten Tomatoes, well-reviewed. And that will be a first date for these either longtime singles or divorcees in their late 30s. That is Mm. happening, for sure. Yeah. And, and good on them. I hope they they love it and they, they hook up afterwards. Everybody deserves love. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Puss in Boots, I mean, this is not a movie that I think I will see mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. but I do think people my age will see it. Yes, yes, yes. And I think, listen, you're out there on the scene, uh, you know, not to blow up your spot, but there may be a situation in which a uh, a, a woman of our age does say to you, hey... I'm looking forward to hanging out, and I think we should go see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, because I love Shrek as a kid. I love Puss in Boots as a kid or a you know, teenager. Yeah. I think that's something for you to prepare yourself for. I mean, it's po- anything's possible. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this movie is well-reviewed. It picked up big time in its second weekend. It's got Antonio Banderas, who is just as famous as, as someone gets, you know, he's been a star forever and it's, listen, it's IP. It's the Shrek averse. This movie mm-hmm. is going to continue doing well. It's going to get to a hundred domestic. Yeah. Yep. Going to be bad guys. It's going to be the bad guys for sure. And it's going to, 
triple Strange Days when all is said and done? Strange World. Strange World, of course. Strange Days. Well, let's look up good. Strange Days. Let's see if Strange Days made more than Strange World. So that's the Catherine Bigelow sci-fi movie. Yes. In the 90s that I can't imagine did well. I, I, I'm sure it's a well-liked movie. It's a cult movie. But uh, I can't imagine it did all that well at the box office. So are you looking at it? 1995. Oh, I'm looking Strange at it. October 6th, 1995. It made 7.9 domestic. So, hey, Strange World, you're better than Strange Days. Okay. Good on you. Strange. So Strange World, the holiday major animated release from Disney, it made more than the mid-90s sci-fi bomb strange days Mm -hmm. okay so there's a you know what small victories yep sometimes that's all you need to move forward yep but i will caution don't move forward with anything related to strange world no 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 that is it is not unlike shrek that is not ip we do not uh expect to see spinoffs from the strange world averse no um, so Clayton, is there anything else that you wanted to go over here? Wakanda Forever up forty seven percent. It's at four hundred thirty eight million. I mean, the movie's a mega hit. Yeah, and re- a rebound Forever. for it. It's it's back in the top five or higher up in the top five than it's been. Yeah. Uh, so good for it. You know, listen, that's a movie that is a is a strong success. Yeah, it added sixty theaters, and with the amount of releases coming the next weeks. Wakanda Forever is probably going to continue to keep a good amount of theaters. It'll probably st- remain a top five movie for another couple of weeks. You know, it's it's going to be there. Yeah. And with people's attention spans the way they are, it's been out long enough that people would be like, well, you know, I saw it the first weekend, but I kind of forget what happens. Maybe right. I'll refresh my memory. Right, right. I mean, maybe Marvel just throws in another cameo or end credit sequence and it, it could, you know. It could have a huge uh, resurgence. We'll see, but yeah. it's doing it's doing great. Uh, and just one more, I'll just say one more good on you for David Harbor, Violent Night. The movie is now up to forty seven million dollars. It's up to forty eight million dollars domestic. Has a shot of maybe squeaking into forty million. And for a movie you like mean fifty that, million, I'm sorry, fifty million to get. It I to, don't think it has a shot. Christmas is over. You think it's done? It, yeah, it's gonna I top think it's out done. of forty-eight million. Yeah, I think you put this thing on streaming ASAP. Well, it's it's already on. Oh, on streaming because it's already been on PVOD. Yeah, but no one's paying for this at that point. I mean, I think this is definitely a time where it's like, hey, drop it on Peacock. Yeah, I think they should have dropped it on Peacock Christmas Day. No, because they I think they were I think that movie probably did Baffa uh Streamo on PVOD. But no on one Christmas. has Peacock. Well, it wouldn't have mattered as much. It I think a lot of people paid for it on Christmas Day. We yeah. we paid for it. We watched this movie uh, on Streamo uh, at a, at a party. True. So I yeah, think Violent Night probably racked up, but it's Listen, for this movie to even sniff 50 million domestic, huge success, David Harbour, the birth of a B-movie star before our mm-hmm. eyes. So I think we've done it, Clayton. We did it, Pat. Um, so email us, of course, at the Podcast at gmail.com. We love reading your emails. We'll get to some of the emails we've gotten already uh, over the weekend and more emails that you send us. 
on our preview episode at the end of the week. So send us those emails, the Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, on social media, at the Pod. Want to be a winter and Christopher just killing it with the clips, with the videos. And we're going to have a very special brought to you by Want to be a winter and Christopher episode of this show coming up very soon in the month of January. So get excited for that and follow us on social at the BO Boys Pod. Yeah. And uh, also rate, review, and follow us Yes, on Apple Podcasts. We're going to read some reviews also on our preview episode. Yes. You guys have been stepping up huge with the reviews. Those are great for getting more people to discover us. Yes. So we will do that on the next episode. So if you've recently written a review on Apple Podcasts, we will read that and uh, you know get your five-star reviews in right now. And that is a great way of getting your message out to the world. Because we'll read oh, it. yeah. We ain't reading anything under five. No. Five if star. If you think you're going to go there and get a three-star review read on air, you're no. a crazy person. Ain't happening. Nope. Ain't happening. Um, all right, Clayton. I think we've done it. We definitely did it. I don't think there's anything left to say. No. Except until next time. We'll smell you. At the box office. Nailed it.